Christmas to each of you this morning. Let's do a little shouting, yes? What do we do? We love God and love others. And what do we say? I love God and I love you. Amen. Oh, we couldn't have a Sunday without our shouts, right? Kids, if your parents didn't shout, then make them rewind this video and try it again. So Merry Christmas. You all have my whole heart of love this morning. And Christ is such an important celebration because of the choices that he made. I, I think of Jesus choosing to leave heaven, choosing to come in the form of a man as a baby, choosing to come even though he knew his purpose was to die for the sins of the world. Maybe, maybe that's why Christmas seems so precious. The, the innocence and the cuteness of a baby contrasted with the 
the difficult eternal purposes of his arrival. I hope that each of you take some time today to pray and remember and consider this sacrificial choice of Jesus. We celebrate the birth of Jesus today knowing that his birth will lead to our rebirth as children of God. Christmas is powerful because Jesus is powerful. Christmas is important because Jesus is important. And Christmas is so precious because he is precious. From the bottom of my heart, I pray you experience the joy which Jesus brings, the hope which is found in Jesus, and the, the peace that comes to this world through Jesus. We celebrate Jesus today saying, happy birthday, Jesus. As you all give gifts to your loved ones and to one another, as you share food and, and eat sweets together, do it all in the name of Jesus, for the glory of Jesus. Do it as a happy birthday present to him. And don't forget to hug and kiss your loved ones in the name of Jesus as part of your gift to him. My favorite Christmas song is Little Drummer Boy because it echoes my heart so well. Like, what do I have that is a worthy gift for Jesus? What can I possibly give him to honor him I don't have much. I, I have nothing really. But, but I can give him my whole heart of love. I, I give him the little that I have. And, and I know that he receives each of our gifts of love and praise this morning. Let's have Jesus on our hearts and minds as we celebrate him all day today. Would you allow the Holy Spirit to fill your heart, to fill your celebrations, to fill your Christmas with God's goodness and glory. Drink in all the lights, presents and fun as we honor Jesus in embracing unbridled joy and content contentment. Christmas is such a wonderful time of family and friends and, and for each of us believers, it, it's so much more than that. What an incredible blessing to be able to celebrate Jesus together. So I say, Merry Christmas, church. May Jesus fill your day with his presence. I love you all. You're amazing. Thanks for being part of my life. And thanks for celebrating Jesus together. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see. Good morning, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. It's that time of the year again. It's Christmas time! Yay! I'm so excited to be sharing with you guys in your homes this morning. And I just want to say thank you to all of you guys at home for all your prayers and your love and support. It's been such a blessing and encouragement for our family to serve you guys at Jericho Road these past three years. And we look forward to spending many more Christmases with you guys. Now, I just want to take a quick second to talk about Christmas trees. What is the most important part about a Christmas tree? Is it the lights? Is it the tinsel? Is it the ornaments? Is it the star? Well, the most important part about a Christmas tree is actually the stand, the base, the thing that holds the Christmas tree up. But that's usually not the first thing that we think of when we look at a Christmas tree. 
In the same way, when we think about Christmas, what's the most important things about Christmas? Is it the presents? Is it the music? The holiday treats? The parties? Well, the most important part about Christmas is, drumroll please, Christ! Christ! Christ is the reason that we celebrate. It's on this day that Christ came down from heaven to earth to save us from our sins. He's the reason that we celebrate. Because you see, Christmas without Christ would just be Xmas. So I hope that as you guys celebrate Christmas today, that you guys remember Christ is the reason that we celebrate. All right, love you guys. Merry Christmas to you guys. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Joyful
Christmas. Hi everyone, Pastor Trevor here and Krista to say Merry Christmas. I'm hoping you're having a great time celebrating with your family. I'm having a great time celebrating with mine, but of course, really miss you guys. Excited to see you next Sunday. Christmas is a time of waiting. As a kid, I was waiting very anxiously to open my presents for like the whole month before. Now as an adult, I am waiting to <laughs> not go to work so I can go on vacation. And as Christians, we are all waiting for um, the birth of Jesus and getting to celebrate that. And in the Bible, there was a guy named Simeon who was also waiting for the birth of Jesus, but he had a little bit of a different reason to wait. He was a Jewish man and the Jewish people were under the Romans who were treating them very poorly. And so Simeon and all the other Jews were waiting anxiously for someone to come and save them, the Messiah to come and save them. But Simeon was waiting even more specially because in Luke chapter 2, God specifically tells Simeon. This is what it says in Luke chapter 2. It had been revealed to him, Simeon, by the Holy Spirit, that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Can you imagine that? Everyone you know is waiting for this Messiah to come, but God tells you specifically, hey, you're actually gonna get to see him. I bet you that Simeon was excited and thankful to God that he would get to see the Messiah that everyone was waiting for. Well, when Simeon finally did see the Messiah, the first thing he did was praise God. It says in Luke chapter two that when Simeon saw Jesus the Messiah, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. So when Simeon sees the newborn Messiah, he celebrates and praises God because the Lord fulfilled his promises to send someone to save them. He celebrates because the Savior will save both the Jews, which is who Simeon is, and us Gentiles, or everyone who's not a Jew. Simeon celebrates and praises God because of Jesus' birth, and every year we get to do the same thing at Christmas. Christmas is the time to celebrate Jesus' birth and thank God for sending him, to thank God for Jesus and the salvation that he brought us. And I know pastors say this kind of basically every year, so it can kind of just be something we say, but don't let this Christmas pass by without thanking God and praising God for sending Jesus. Jesus, the little baby boy who we celebrate every year who was born, he grows up to be the man who dies on the cross for our sins. So make sure to be praising him and celebrating the fact that God sent him this Christmas. And like Simeon, let's praise God together this Christmas day. I'm gonna say a praise to God and you can repeat the praise after me. Are you ready? Let's praise God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. For sending Jesus. For sending Jesus. To save us. To save us. Amen. Amen. God bless you and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Well, an 
extra special good morning to all of you and Merry Christmas. Hey, it's me, I'm Peter. I'm the college pastor here at Jericho Road Church. And I hope that this morning you are having just an amazing time with family and loved ones. I know for a lot of you, Christmas time means time around the tree, opening presents, exchanging gifts. And I think that's wonderful. I love presents. Gifts and presents is an opportunity for us to be reminded of our blessings. It's a chance that we have to give and to receive love. And it's something that I did growing up. It was part of our family tradition to open gifts during Christmas time. And now that I'm older and married and have a family of my own, it's something that Christina and I are doing in our home as well. We're having gifts as our family Christmas tradition. In fact, a couple of days ago, I asked Dawson what he wanted for Christmas. I said, buddy, what do you want this year from mom and dad for Christmas? And I remember what he said. He said, dad, I want my Max the dump truck toy that you threw away in the garbage can. You see, just a couple of weeks ago, in a parenting moment, I had taken this Max the dump truck toy that he had, and I threw away in the trash. And I said, look, buddy, because you didn't listen to mom and dad, I have no choice but to throw away this toy. Well, apparently that lesson hit home because he didn't forget what I did, and he certainly didn't forget this toy. So much so that when given the opportunity to ask for anything in the world, he wanted that same toy back. And I remember when he said that, it impressed me. It left a deep impression on my heart because I realized that my son Dawson is fiercely loyal and dedicated to his toy, right? So much so that when he could have had anything in the world, something new, something bigger, something better, he didn't want something else. He wanted me to go into the dumpster and to retrieve that toy so he could have it back. And you know what? In a lot of ways, that reminds us of the same kind of fierce loyalty and dedication that God has for each and every single one of us. Because like those toys, maybe us, we might be dirty and old and used. Maybe we feel like we're discarded or thrown away. But here's the truth. God never forgot about us. God never walked away from us. In fact, God said to each and every single one of us, I want you back. God was fiercely loyal and dedicated to you, so much so that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross so that you can have life everlasting. The Apostle Paul says it this way in the book of Ephesians chapter 2. He says, while we were dead in our trespasses, he made us alive with Christ. That means while we were dirty, while we were sinners, he did all of this through his son, Jesus. And so just a couple of verses after that, Paul says, it is by grace through faith that you have been saved. It is the gift of God. Amen. Jesus indeed is the greatest gift of all. And so this Christmas season, I am grateful. I am thankful for my son Dawson for reminding me of the gospel message. I'm also thankful for Dawson for saving mom and dad a lot of money with his Christmas gift request because we had pulled that toy out of the trash long ago and sitting in the garage waiting to be re-gifted to him. But more important than that, I am grateful for Jesus Christ 
because he is Emmanuel, God with us. He came to dwell amongst us so that I could have eternal life, and so can you. God bless you all, and Merry Christmas. Christ the everlasting 
Would you uh, join me in closing our time this Christmas together in some prayer? Father, I, I want to pray over our church. I want to ask that your presence would be felt in every single home and every single heart. God, I pray for your peace and your joy to fill us right now, that we would experience your goodness and your love as we turn our eyes fully and wholly to you. I know there's a lot of other great things going on, but the greatest thing, God, is your love for us, that you would come as baby Jesus to save the world. God, we thank you that you would come to love us, to care for us, and to save us. We love you, and we thank you that we can be part of such an amazing community of believers. Thank you that we are part of your family. We pray all this in your name. Amen. Merry Christmas, everybody. 